is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline, assistanceforselfcare.com, where I teach you to consistently take daily action so you can create the life that you want. So I am back for another quickie episode. Um, I'm working really hard on creating the Imperfect Eating Mastery course. I'm really excited about it. It is going to be a two-month-long group coaching program with me with daily videos and a workbook to help you consistently take daily action. Super excited about this. It's a lot of work, a lot of video work, a lot of editing. So I wanted to make sure that I still hopped on and did a quickie podcast up episode for you so that I uphold my identity of being a podcaster, being someone who shares value and like puts stuff out in the world that can have an impact on people, even if I never meet you, even if we just stay strangers. So I'm here with my quickie episode. What I want to talk about today is the slight change that I've made in my meals because I am moving my body way more than I have been. So in the past, um, movement, I don't know, I I would go through periods where I was kind of sedentary and then I was moving a lot, um, kind of the same thing that I did with diets, right? But I would go through periods where I wasn't doing anything and then I was training for a marathon or wasn't doing anything and then I was doing some sort of um, like the 21 day fix, some sort of DVD program or not doing anything and then working out with a personal trainer. So swinging all over the place, just like I did with food. And now, um, I have been building up really slowly to moving my body a lot more. So, uh, that, you know, that's looked like doing the morning walk every day and then adding in the 15 minute movement menu and then adding in running, you know, a short run. Um, so that's been super consistent. And then another A to B step was um, deciding to sign up for a gym membership and go. So I probably go to my gym, my CrossFit gym, probably three, four, five times a week. I also bike there. So I'll ride, if, as long as it's not raining, I will ride my bike to the gym. So that's about 20, 25 minutes, um, a 45-minute workout, and then another 20, 25-minute Uh, bike ride home. So I'm moving my body a lot more. And my Apple watch tells me I'm getting probably 12,000, 15,000, sometimes 17,000 steps in a day and burning probably around a thousand calories with movement, with movement, right? So I know that I need to make sure um, I'm supporting that. I'm supporting my body and I'm supporting all of that extra movement with meals. So I didn't used to eat breakfast. Um, I've gone through periods where I didn't eat breakfast at all. Um, or if I was eating breakfast, it was like bagels and cookies and cookie bars and biscuits and crap, like processed carbs. And then I went through the period where I was eating basically every single day when I was doing Whole30, I would eat eggs with broccoli and avocado. And I got to the point where I just hated eggs, like the texture of it. Just, oh, I felt so gross about it. And then after that, I stopped eating breakfast. I was like, you know, Whole30 says you have to eat breakfast. I'm rebelling against that and not eating breakfast at all. Um, And then I would get to this point where kind of recently where I was like, hey, you're moving your body more in the morning and there's an, you have an appetite, you know, eat some breakfast um, to support that. And now because I'm basically moving my body every single day, it's like, no, you need to be eating breakfast every day, Jacqueline. Like it doesn't pan out well. You get really tired later in the day. 
um, or you're snacky later on in the day. So one way that you can solve that problem is making sure that you're eating a solid breakfast. So what has that looked like? Nothing crazy, like nothing, nothing really changes. I still use the five P's when I'm building my breakfast, but I have a lot more variety than I did when I was, um, doing whole 30. So still using the five P's. So I might make a smoothie. Um, the smoothie I'll start with plants, you know, start with some kale, um, or spinach if we have it or using like amazing grass, like the green powder. So I'm getting some, getting some vegetables, some plants there. And then I might put in some fruit, like maybe a fourth of a banana and they'll put the rest of the banana in the fridge, or maybe a handful of blueberries or, um, maybe some pear in there. Um, or if we have cantaloupe or whatever it is. So a little bit of fruit. So I'm getting plants and then I'll do protein and I'll get that with, um, have, I have some protein powder. I'm not like a, yeah, protein powder to me, the protein powder that we have, it's good, but it's very sweet. So I will just do half of a scoop of it and I'll just eyeball it. We have PE science protein powder, like a cookie, um, like a sugar cookie one, and there's like a peanut butter one and a chocolate one. Um, so I'll use the sugar cookie one to sweeten it a little bit. But again, I'll just use half of a scoop. So I'm getting plants, I'm getting protein, and then I'll put in maybe some almond milk, um, some ice or some water, kind of depending on the consistency of it. Right. So I still have my plants. I still have my protein. Um, I still have processed. I will still have coffee with um, a tablespoon or two of cream, the kind of cream that uh, you can't read the ingredients. It's like not good for you. I still have that and I'll still have plenty of water and I'll sit down and eat it. And it's actually really nice sitting Um, not feeling rushed in the morning, giving myself, you know, these 10 minutes, oh my gosh, 10 minutes, (laughs) giving myself 10 minutes to just sit and eat and relax and enjoy the meal instead of rushing uh, throughout the day and not never feeling like I get to eat. So that's one breakfast that's been working really well for me. Um, And it's relieving that fatigue that I would kind of have. The other breakfast that I've been enjoying is having on Let's start with uh, the protein first, having some yogurt. So using Greek yogurt, having that, um, and then topping it with uh, maybe a fourth, again, a fourth of a banana, slicing it up and putting that on there and then putting some sort of granola. So I'm still getting plants. I'm still getting protein, getting a little bit of processed fun food. I'm still having my coffee and still having, you know, a lot of water. So those have been two breakfasts that are, you know, really easy and tasty. Um, if I'm feeling adventurous, I might make some sort of egg dish with, again, with some sauteed kale or like wilted spinach. So getting plants, maybe some leftover veggies from a meal or, um, chopping up a, uh, bell pepper and having that. And then the protein, having some eggs, um, the coffee is my process and then the plenty of water, right? What I know, so I know last episode I talked about, you know, maybe, maybe I will do a marathon, maybe I won't, but if I do the marathon or not, I know that I'm going to be increasing my mileage, um, regardless if the marathon happens or not. And so I know with that, I will also need to be increasing my carb intake. I know that I've done, (laughs) I've done running without having carbs. I've done it and it, it did not work out well for me at all. And so what increasing my carbs will look like, that doesn't mean, ah, I'm, you know, I'm smashing burgers at McDonald's. No, that doesn't feel good. It just doesn't feel good. Doesn't, I'm supposed 
supposed to be, you know, I'm excited to be running. I don't want to smash a bunch of crappy foods and make my body feel like crap. So what increasing carbs will look like is like, cool, I'm having a five piece salad. Okay, cool. I'm going to have some quinoa, like a little bit of extra quinoa, or maybe I will have um, some sweet potato, diced sweet potato made in the air fryer. Um, but looking for like solid, um, slow carbs instead of these quick carbs, instead of these processed carbs, sweet potatoes feel really good. Um, different types of squashes, winter squashes, if I can find them, um, those kinds of things. So again, nothing really changes with the five P's. I just know that if I'm increasing my movement, I want to increase my food intake to help support that movement. And that's going to actually doing that is going to reduce the overeating later. It's going to reduce the over snacking later. So being proactive about this stuff instead of reactive. So again, just a quickie episode for you. Um, still haven't decided on that marathon, but just, you know, following through with the actions that could help support that marathon actually happening. First time in my life that I'm being very methodic, methodical about this, very systematic about this and not being impulsive about it. Um, again, if you are someone who needs some meal ideas, you know, I'm talking about these foods, you're like, that's interesting. You're, you're going to want to get my 20 meals. So I have 20 meals that I love to make. They don't take any measuring. They're, they're going to help you feel good, not gross, help reduce your thinking about food and just have some go-to meals. For that, you'll go to systemsforselfcare.com slash the 20 meals. And then if you are interested in the Perfect Eating Mastery course, get onto my email list somehow. You can go to the 20, the 20 meals thing or go to the website and get the seven meal, uh, the seven minute self-care session, just get onto my email list and you'll be one of the first to find out when uh, Imperfect Eating Mastery opens. All right. Have an amazing day. I will see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye.